KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In Depth. I'm Tom Rickard. Most of us have a lot more time on our hands nowadays, but there's sort of a cruel irony here, too, in that a lot of the things we would want to do if we had more free time are just not happening. No hanging out with friends, unless it's on Zoom. You can work out in your living room or your basement or your garage. For me, I should have been to like five baseball games already. I miss baseball a lot. I miss sports in general. Obviously, a lot of us miss sports, and we're all kind of keenly aware of the place that sports plays in our lives, especially right now when nothing's happening. But we, the fans, are definitely not the only ones who feel that way right now. This is probably an even stranger, more surreal experience for the athletes, the people who we would be watching right now if not for our global virus pandemic. My colleague Ed Benkin was wondering what professional athletes were making of social distancing. How is it affecting training routines and just everyday life? So he called Carly Lloyd. If sports isn't your thing, Carly Lloyd is a hometown hero around here, one of the best soccer players in the world. And she's from Delran, New Jersey, about 20 minutes from Philly. She's a two-time World Cup champion, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and she is social distancing just like the rest of us and missing sports just like the rest of us. So she was nice enough to pick up the phone and talk about what life looks like for her right now. Here is Carly Lloyd and KYW's Ed Bankin. Well, Carly, first of all, how's the stay-at-home been going for you? It must be a, certainly a, a different kind of lifestyle than you're used to right now. Oh, it's a very different lifestyle. I've never, don't think I've ever can recall having this much time in my life where I literally have nothing on my schedule. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find the silver lining in it all and, um, you know, enjoy the pause of life a little bit because... My life's been really busy for my entire career, and the older I get, the more I, I realize life is, is kind of going a little too fast. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, definitely embracing it, although it is very difficult, um, but I, I am enjoying it. On that subject of adjusting to it, we know you have a, a pretty rigorous workout routine. I mean, I saw you after you scored an Olympic goal in China 48 hours later. You're on the practice field in South Jersey. How tough has it been not to have that normal workout routine that you have? You know, believe it or not, I'm actually getting in uh, probably the best training that I've ever gotten in in my career because I don't have anything on my schedule, so therefore I'm not you know, racing around trying to fit in appearances and um, I'm not with the national team right now. I'm not with the NWSL, my, my Sky Blue team at the moment. Um, so I'm, I'm actually getting in really, really good training. Uh, luckily for me, my coach mentor, James Solanas, who I've been working with since 2003, has his own facility. So I'm able to go there five, six days a week, um, train, and I've so much in this last month already. Um, because of the facility, the quality of the facility, and just getting in reps and after reps. And I've also had the time to be able to push on my fitness uh, because, you know, I'm not, not really in a rush for anything at the moment. You just mentioned your Sky Blue FC team of the National Women's Soccer League. They were supposed to start this month. Are they, like everybody else, just kind of in limbo? You're hoping for a season, but it's the great unknown right now. Yeah, it's really tough because, you know, 
if you're not on the national team, you have a very long off season. And the the team um, came in, got about a week in of preseason, and then this all happened. So it's it made it really difficult for them. While as you know, some of us national team players, I mean, we've been we've been going at it for a while. Um, you have the World Cup here in 2019, and then a short, quick off season, and then you're immediately switching gears into Olympic Olympic prep with qualifying in January. So I would imagine that you know myself and some of the national team players, we are kind of enjoying this little bit of a mental and physical break. Uh, but for the rest of the players in the league, it's it's hard. It's frustrating for them, and um, I know that everybody's kind of chomping at the bit, uh, especially our team. You know, we had a lot of good changes going on. We have, you know, playing our, our games at Red Bull Arena, and our training facilities are at Red Bull, which are amazing. So it's it's tough, and uh, you know, well, the league's losing money. Owners are losing money. Um, it's just not ideal for for anyone, um, and everybody is suffering throughout the, the world from all this. On that subject of your schedule, obviously the postponement of the Olympics was disappointing, but as much as the reason why it was postponed is sad, is there the silver lining that you get another year to prepare for the Olympics? Absolutely. Uh, I think that, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, are obviously talking about my age, and uh, I guess that that's that's normal because people keep keep talking about Tom Brady's age and he keeps coming back and, and doing well, but... Uh, another year is, is not a problem for me. Um, I feel that I'm playing some of the best soccer in my career, um, not, not just because, you know, you're scoring goals or, or, or this or that. It's, it's just the overall way that I'm playing. You know, I'm playing efficient. I'm playing smart. Uh, I'm experienced. I know my body very well. And so I just feel that at the end of this year, if I were to finish the Olympics and then finish with uh, Sky Blue and the NWSL, I would have felt like it you know, was cut a little short, um, like I still had more in me left. And so now this kind of gives me another opportunity to hopefully get in some of the seasons in the NWSL this year, continue on with the national team, and then next year, um, the same as well. And I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, I'm going to be ready and I'm going to be firing on all cylinders. And it's just going to give me uh, individually a, another year to prepare and another year to get better and just give it everything that I've got because, um, you know, it most likely will probably be, will probably be it for me. Um, I can't comment on that now. I don't know what's to come, but, um, you know, I'm not sure that, that another cycle would, would be in it. You know, for, for myself, my husband, we want to start a family, so um, I would be shifting gears. But uh, I'm, I'm excited because another year is another opportunity, and my teammates and I, you know, we get another year to prepare. So uh, I'm actually excited about the news. Everyone kind of went from the shock of no sports last month to realizing right away that this was the right thing to do to shut everything down. How important has it been for you, or we see it on your Twitter and other athletes, to really get the message across about what we all need to do to get through all of this? You know, this is, this is all out of our control. Um, no one has experienced something like this before. Um, you know, I certainly haven't. And, um, you know, even, even the Great Depression and the things that the people have gone through, wars, um, this, 
this is something that, you know, no one has, has experienced. And, and the, the problem is, is nobody knows when things are going to go back to normal. Um, that's, that's the tricky part. And I think that, you know, there are a lot of people suffering out there. There are a lot of people who are heavily affected, um, you know, can't provide food for their family, don't have a job. Um, other people live in paycheck to paycheck. I mean, there's, there's just everything going on, and it, and it really, really saddens me. It saddens me for some of the small businesses who probably aren't going to make it or are really struggling, um, some of the refugees, the wildlife refugees. I mean, it's just it's, it's everything, and you never want to see something like this happen, and, and I hope that uh, things do get back to normal sometime soon um, so that we can all kind of resume our daily lives, but I do also hope that throughout this period that people really um, reevaluate their life, you know, what, what matters to them most. Um, they've been getting a lot of time to be able to spend time with their families and uh, to really, you know, dig deep and realize what, what, what is, you know, worth it in this life, you know? Is it having all these things to make you happy or is it really quality time with your family? I think that's the most important thing. And, Hopefully, you know, people can come out of this appreciating life a little bit more, appreciating what they have, um, and trying to kind of find the, the silver lining in it all. But it's, it's crazy. Everything's been on hold. Sports being canceled. Um, just everything. And it, it, it's crazy. I mean, there's no other word for it besides it's just you know, absolutely crazy. On the subject, too, of all these sports being canceled, we talked to Jay Wright a couple of weeks ago, and he said – of course, he was disappointed about missing out of the NCAA tournament, but he misses his Philly sports. He misses the Philly season uh, and the Flyers and the Sixers. In addition to missing your sport, are you missing watching Philly's games and the Sixers and Flyers playoff run right now? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, the Flyers were doing well um, all the way up until this point, and we don't know when that's going to resume. And yeah, I mean, I you know, as an athlete, I know I know what it takes, and I know that you know you're excited for a season to to start up again, and excited to get in front of fans and um, you know compete and and do all that. So it's it's heartbreaking. And then there's the the possibility of of resuming things with empty stadiums and talks about that. And you know, that's not why you play sports. You know, you play sports because you love it, number one, but you also play it for the play it, you know, for the fans. The fans get to enjoy it and they get to experience it. And, um, you know, I just hope that things start to get better and, and uh, you know, we can slowly kind of resume uh, all normal activities. There's been a lot of classic sports on TV, and, and I saw the London Olympic game was on with you the other day. You catching up on some of your old games on TV? I've got them DVR'd, yes. I, uh, the last two, the London one and the Beijing one, were a bit too late. Um, I'll go to bed you know, somewhat earlier these days. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to rewatch them. It'll be, it'll be cool, you know, just to see how far I've come. And it was worth some spectacular moments. I remember 2008 Olympic final, um, just that whole entire Olympics with my teammates. It was it was something amazing um, that that team did and a lot of memories. So it'll be good to sit on the couch one of these nights and, and just kind of relive those moments. We talked about how your schedule's changed. We know how involved you are in the area with youth soccer. You put together your soccer clinics every year. Is that like everything else on hold and just trying to see how the situation plays out before you can do these clinics again and help out in the community? 
Yes, I've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of emails in and, and questions uh, being asked about my clinics, and you know, it's a, that's a good thing. You know, people are still still emailing in during this pandemic and still interested and. I would love to get something on the calendar, but I've just got too many things that are unknown right now at the moment uh, when we're resuming, you know, everything. Um, women's national team schedule, uh, you know, we obviously don't have Olympics this, this summer anymore. So uh, just so, too many unknowns. But as soon as, you know, we, we kind of get the, the nod to resume uh, everything, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at my schedule and trying to find a way and uh, – you know, to, to incorporate those clinics. Finally, you mentioned that quality time at home. What's on the Carly Lloyd Netflix list these days? Uh, well, uh, I just rewatched Ozark with my husband. So I had watched all three seasons. Um, love Ozark. And it was even better rewatching it. So we finished that. Uh, we watched Tiger King, which, you know, mostly everyone has as well. And now we need something new, so we'll we'll figure out what's queued up. We're taking a little bit of break from from TV and just kind of enjoying each other's company at the moment, cooking and getting some things done around the house. So um, we'll have I'm sure plenty plenty more time, unfortunately, to, to binge watch. That's it for this episode of KYW In Depth Coronavirus. If you want to listen to more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area. Or if you just want to know how the news that you see on TV or hear on the radio will affect you personally, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Just search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Tom Rickard, and we'll have another episode out soon. 